This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Soul Audience. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soul merch from buyjack.com slash The Soul Audience. You can also go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. Bye, Louise. Um, damn, what we this is what we the Slardians? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this you how don't that, even know who you are. This how that studio man we cooking. Cooking in the kitchen all the time. I am Marcus Onesimus Boston. I am the mob. I am Cecil W. Adams. And we have our political correspondent on of the tribe, our uh, po- political uh, aficionado. Oh Mark, my goodness. Oh, damn, Mark Bland. Jesus. Here we go. These oh. microphones, my goodness. Those are sensitive. Yeah, I got What's it. going on, man? How are you guys doing? Good, man. Thank Good. you for having me on the show again. Yeah. I feel like a brother. I feel like I'm part of the Soulardians, like... A brother from another mother type thing. We definitely know we we bring Mark to the to to the uh, to the show. What we finna get? It's gonna be glorious. I didn't get the invite to the uh, to the Mardi Gras party though. I didn't get no invite to no Mardi Gras parties. I didn't think. You, All I know is that there was like golf carts driving around. I'm sure. And Shit, I was we not, didn't make it on one. But it was, was something driving around. I own a golf cart and didn't get on mine. Why? I don't understand. Well, the the. Oh, the the cords moving around too much. The more. queen. There you go. Yeah, uh, the queen of the house uh, had her friends. Well, there are friends, and they were rolling around mm-hmm. on it. So, D and I, Marcus Boston, and I had to walk around. Uh, we had to walk, and which was, was fine, which was great. No, it was great. It was a, two things. Oh man, it was it was fun. It oh was, yeah, it was a good time. It was a really good time. I drank a lot in public because I got a stalker. If I go out in public, man, I get shot or killed. I'm telling Damn. you. Damn. I mean, it's they, true, man. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, a real life. That's a real uh, thing going on Mark here. X? These, these, pol- these politics and uh, the people that get into the po- politics and get like over the top with it, uh-huh. yeah, they're out of control, man. Absolutely, dog. I, I agree with that. I was, I was, I've, I've been so hurt the last two Tuesdays looking at my auntie and my mama with this damn. Yeah, man. This stuff will make <sighs> you beat your head against the wall. Like, And I don't understand like why people are so angry. I don't get it. Like, it's <laughs> Listen. The November election's coming up. People mm-hmm. are going to vote for one person or another person, mm-hmm. or they're going to write in whoever they want. If you really want Bernie Sanders to be the president, write his name in on the November election ballot. Do you understand? If there's 60 million plus Bernie supporters legitimately, yeah. write 16 plus million times his name into ballots. And guess what? They'll have no choice but to take it serious. They have no choice at that point. We, There's we, no choice. There's we rules down, for this. We down to burn it down, Bernie, and okay, Joe. <laughs> riding, with people, Biden, riding with Biden or bye bye Bernie is what was trending last <sighs> night. Bye bye Bernie or riding with Biden. When I when I saw that the fucking the the, the Biden party was at McGurk's and then the, the uh the um Bernie was at Friendly, I said that makes sense. Of course, those places will have watch parties. Those are the most ideal locations for those two candidates. Friendly for Bernie. The bar we went to that one night. No. No, okay. And McGurk's for Biden. I was like, of course. Well, of course Friendly's, it is. Friendly's is in uh Southside. Southside, yeah. It's like a two minutes from Colorado. Yeah. Okay. I said that makes sense. But I, I couldn't baffle. Even from when I voted. Cops? 
Colorado Bob. That's what you should say. It was Cowboy Bob's. I did not say Cowboy Bob's. You did. You said I don't know. I, I think he said I don't think Cowboy Bob's. I think he said Colorado Bob's. I, I know you did. All right, we're gonna you haven't heard Cowboy rewind. Bob since the last time he was here. When you hear the miss, it's going to be <laughs> rewind. Gunshots mean go forward. Conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy So here's, here's the the... I like to think when I'm thinking politics, I think like my my dad. It's gonna stop eventually. And uh, uh, simplicity of the problem. All these guys, if if they get two terms, they'll be in their eighties. That's sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got an old man run going on right now. This is. I think this is the last. The last hurrah for the old men. Oh yeah. If you look at your last three most either way. If you look at your last three most popular presidents, all of them were under the age of fifty when they became president. Mm Hmm. All three of them. Uh, Bush is on that list, too. I think it was like 51, 52 when he became president. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, he got hit the with 9-11. Bush, right? So I, I can't really, you know. The second Bush or the first Bush? The second Bush. Second Bush first, we know first Bush was old as hell. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was a grandpa. But, you know, you got Clinton. You got Obama. You know, you do have Bush there if you want to throw him in on that. And that, mm-hmm. like, so your, your most popular presidents over the last 20 years have been younger presidents. Mm-hmm. I think that that. The reason that is is because it bodes well better for people like us, people who are closer to their age. They understand the type of world they grew up in, just like we. Like we all know who Spuds McKenzie is. I said Spuds <laughs> McKenzie. No, no, I said Spuds McKenzie to a twenty-five-year-old the other day that I was talking to. Uh-huh. He had no clue oh, who yeah. Spuds McKenzie was. That's my point. A Bush. Uh, Obama, these people know what the world was like as we grew mm-hmm. up in it. They know all the pop culture. They know all the things. They know all the thoughts that were running mm-hmm. through our heads about Monica Lewinsky and how we yeah. all viewed that. Like, they know. And so, like, when they become president, I think it's just a better meld all the way around. Yeah, it's a, a better bridge between generations. Like, there's the, the bridge. What was the voter? And here's the other thing, just to say on course. What was the uh, voter turnout for this one compared to the last time? Uh, it was down. The expectation was 40 percent. It was at thirty two in the county and thirty five in the city. Right, but this is also just a primary, technically for the Democrats. I mean, you can yeah. Republican primary, but we know that that wasn't going <laughs> was anywhere. Like there was people still voting Republican, apparently. Oh no, there is. It was ninety eight percent and one percent for the other guy. I was like, right. no, there, was, there is. There what is. the point? What the point going? Like, you knew who got in. Klobuchar and Buttigieg aren't even in it. The race, and there were local people who put their names on for like president of the United States, like uh-huh. to the primary, and they got beat out by people not even in the race anymore. Yeah, like that was, literally, that was a long they got, ass sheet got more too. votes. That's a long I, uh, sheet. My, I don't. Here's. You seem. Thing. You seem. Let me. Let me ask this. You seem a little bit perturbed. You almost seem a little on edge today. I'd love <laughs> no, to. I'd love no, to no, hear no, why. No. What's up? You just no. got this look on your face. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's just. It's just funny to me that 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 you have a gay man, openly gay man, running. Language. An, <laughs> I don't know, a gay man. An openly gay man running, but then the gay people said he's not gay enough. He's not what, gay what enough. More do you you didn't hear that? What more no. gay do you need to be? I didn't catch that. I caught the one. No, I never caught that one, bro. I yeah. caught the one when the lady was like, he, she was like, he's gay? I was like, ma'am, he's been gay for the oh, whole time. Oh, yeah, I saw the video. From the yeah, Iowa yeah, caucus. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's my guy. She, she's like, I don't want to vote for Can him Can I take now. my vote back? Can I take my vote back? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no receipts. But I never heard anyone say yeah. that he wasn't gay enough. Coming from a, a, a very uh, politically... Uh, very political person that is gay that i mean he voted for pete but he uh he was like yeah there's a lot of gay people that said he's not gay enough what do you want to be rupaul like- well i don't <laughs> think that you can be so openly flamboyant and as much as you want to be yourself 
when you're in such a public position. Or maybe because you're actually representing a very gay is not a monolith. You might say you're not black enough. No, there's right. all shades of black I, and gay. I, my thing is like just because he was a marine and like he carries himself and he's a politician. I, are they okay? So you know how we like to like mask things with the way we say them. Okay, mm-hmm. I think this is them trying to say he's not flamboyant enough. Yeah, that's exactly what, what it is. What it has to be. It's like we say you're not black enough. You want me to be stereotypical? Enough. Don't say he's not gay enough because if he has sex with another man, that's pretty gay. That's pretty gay. That's gay as really right. like, no that's gay than that. Gay. Like you were like that guy. I mean, he, and you know, it may be one of these things. And this is what I always say whenever, uh, oh yeah, whenever uh, there's some rookie in the league or some unheard of person that's just killing it in the league, right? Whatever league it is, they're killing it. Oh, I'm like a real Soulardi. Like, listen, listen. Oh no, no. Oh, I'll take it out. <laughs> The uh, uh, oh yeah, real yeah. Soulard. Yeah. There we go. That's that second so, ice maker we discovered. It. Uh, right, right, exactly. So oh, the yeah. uh, the uh, oh, watch this. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Oh, oh, let's listen. Let's listen to this. That's how everybody else pretty good. Well done, sir. Well done. New sound right. bite. So, uh, going on, sir. So, uh, you know, in the league, you know, people will kill it until they get a book on them. Mm-hmm. Sure. If they don't change their game or whatever, you know, if they don't evolve their game, they're going to get a book on them and they're going to not do as well. You know, sophomore slump or whatever. And I'm wondering if that isn't something with Mayor Pete. Maybe people don't know enough about him yet. I think that that's what you got with not only him, but Andrew Yang and a few others. You got some part pretty smart. And, uh, Was Yang even in politics before? No, no, no. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, but you've got some relatively smart individuals. Now, you know, me and the Yang gang don't, we didn't get along. Yeah, he was always fighting with Yang Gang. He had the most money I out of anybody, didn't he? fight with Yang Gang. What do you mean money Personal money. Personal money. He's a oh. billionaire. But hold on, hold on. Here's the problem. Yeah. Hold on. Before we question? go any further, I didn't fight with Yang Gang. They attacked me. Oh, yeah. You, All you, I said was, I agree. You're just not – basically, he had put up a post about how he wasn't getting treated fairly in the media. And I said, you're just not in the competition. You're not in the conversation. You need to spend more money. Mm-hmm. That's all I said. They attacked. Now, remember, their things are humanity first, mm-hmm. that they love you, that they, that they 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 take all these people in and they want them to be there. Nope. I had St. Louisans who are hardcore young guys like, meet me so-and-so and we'll do it. And they're throwing me flip-off signs with emojis and stuff. And it's like, that's, that's humanity first? This is what I'm to expect? Well, you guys are going to lose. Watch. And yeah. that's what happened. Well, they ended up dropping out. And then last night, last night, that man, he threw them poor people under the bus hard. Mm. Oh, he, he backed did. Biden. Yeah. Oh, he he did. backed yeah. Biden yeah. last night, the corporate guy. And yep. his whole thing was anti-corporation. That's the most disheartening part of it. Like all that. Nope. Threw them all under the bus. And then they got really angry that that happened. They were like, uh, some of them were like, I can't believe it. I'm never going to talk about Andrew Yang again. Other people were like, I can't believe that people are taking this personally. He's always been an open-minded individual. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, except for the fact that when your tenants are this. Mm-hmm. And this person's tenants are this. And I know you're going to have to put your support behind so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with Yang and Bernie at this point, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Humble opinion. Their two bases are so inter-divided, I think. Yeah. They're all for their guy, but yeah. beyond their guy, they're very divided outside they're, they're of attached that. Their micro view, they're, they're attached to their micro view, not to the big, the, right. the macro and so like machine. now that the game is falling out and they have to choose another alley, it's very difficult for them. Mm-hmm. Very difficult for them. I think we're on the cusp of, I thought it was going to happen this time, on the cusp of people just not giving a fuck about it anymore because everybody's so full of shit. 
Now, I don't believe anything coming out of like if it comes down to showmanship in the presidential election, sure. Trump is going to win mm-hmm. all day, all day. And if you look at what Trump did, Trump did everything to keep the people that vote, the people, the the politicians, these people, like they they openly say that no, I hate Trump, blah blah blah. But they're all still all rich people are still making more money than they ever have under Trump. Yeah, they are. The rich people are making a ton of money under Trump. But this is going. Listen, guys. What we saw the Dow drop five thousand points in the last two weeks. Five thousand points. That's a five thousand point from twenty seventeen till today. That's all Trump tweeted about for every two weeks was look at how big the Dow is, how great everything is. I'm doing amazing. And now that it dropped five thousand points, you don't hear him sitting there going, "We're going to get this worked out. We're going to get this fixed." No, no, no. It's just only when it's positive, accentuate the positive. Anything negative. Just act, act like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Ignore it. <laughs> Pretend it does. And you know what That's that is? My life. House burning down. The no. grass is cut. House burning down. But the grass, though. No, I'm going to say to you, all, all of you out there, is that on? Yes, mm-hmm. you. Typical Republicans. Typical conservatives. Hey, listen, I've said it on my show a thousand times. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Ooh, the furthest to the left I could be is center. I'm pulling from I tried to give this explanation to people. Okay, they go, ah, you're a moderate. Well, what's that mean? I said, let me explain it to you. Simple like this. Cecil, you've got a gasoline engine for your car. Let's just say, Marcus, you have an electric engine for your car. I go, Cecil, how far can your car go on a, a tank of gas? You go, 400 miles, 350, 400 miles. I go, okay. I ask you, and you go, well, my car can only do 200 miles because it mm. needs an electrical charge. Mm-hmm. Then I turn around and I go, I'm the moderate. I pull from both sides. I'm the hybrid. Mm-hmm. I'm the gas and electric car together. And if you ask me how far my car can go, 600 miles. Mm-hmm. It's obviously the best place to be. There's no other place to be. Duh. So, so you, Duh. Because you can make fun of both sides. It's not even about making fun of both I sides. I know it is. <laughs> you, you fucking trolls. I swear to God. So I did one thing today. I did see uh, Elon Musk. Tweeted that the Cybertruck factory and the Giga Battery factory will be in the Midwest. Good. Good. You know what Elon Musk is doing? He got so pissed off with the Trump situation when he left that. And he realized how dumb the bunch – because remember, he was only there for like two weeks. And then he like left. What? Yeah. Yeah, he got pulled in by Trump right at the beginning of his presidency to work on like certain like committees and stuff. Yeah. And then after two weeks, he kind of walked away from the situation. And what he's been doing behind the scenes is taking his money, his investment money. He's finding other Elon Musks, people just like him, Mm -hmm. who are at the absolute top of what they are doing and the things they're going after. And he's smart enough to know where things are going. He's putting his money behind them. And he's basically creating a collective, Mm -hmm. a collective of other Elon Musks. And these dudes, dudes, a cabal, and these (laughs) dudes are going to take over everything. And you know what? I'm glad because they're going to be great cars. Listen, Elon Musk came up with the battery pack for the house. Mm-hmm. Did you, mm-hmm. you you know about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got shut down by every industry when it came to that because his battery pack would charge in two hours. So that literally would take 12 hours of downtime, like basically where you would have to use your lights because the sun goes down. Right. He basically took 10 to 12 hours of their time away from them that they could charge money for. Because his battery pack would charge up in two hours, and then when night came, the whole house, everything that you have in your house would run off that battery pack until it needed to go back on the system. And then at 6 a.m., it would start recharging until 8 a.m., it would be ready, and that's it. Yeah, so beyond even that, that roofing that's coming? Yeah. The roofing, Amron technically will have to pay me. Oh, totally, they will. And You know about the Arizona situation, right? Arizona Power. You know what? Okay, so this is like 2013, 2014. 
Arizona Power down there. It might not be specifically called Arizona Power, but it was the state of Arizona mm-hmm. and their power structure, their company down there, because they got a lot of sunlight. They're desert down there, right? Yeah. So a lot mm-hmm. of people do solar. Mm-hmm. Well, what was happening was after you know a couple of years of putting up all these solar places, they realized, oh my god, they were paying people more than they were charging out to people. And they got really angry about that. They started losing physical value and profit. Mm-hmm. So they turned around and they had to charge a $100 a month convenience fee for having the solar panels back to these people because they were they were sitting there cutting checks to them for like 50, 60 bucks mm-hmm. each month. Man. Now they had started charging people 100 bucks just to have the solar panels. Yeah. So when it was all said and done, they would pay 40 bucks a month for their electricity. Mm-hmm. But it's like... That's a dick move. The whole uh, point you asked them to put the solar panels up for was so they could help you. Right, exactly. And, you know, it, to me, it's like, okay, I don't, <laughs> if my electric bill goes from what I'm paying now, right. where it variates to where I have to pay 100 bucks a month, I'm okay with that. Right, sure. Yeah, you don't mind a little bit of a change, but like if you're under the premise of you sold this idea to me mm-hmm. and this was what you're like, you're going I'm going to be able to sell power back to you. Yes, if you generate enough power from the sun, you will be able to sell it back to us and we will pay you for. It. Okay, that's what I agreed to, so I you spent the money you to You should put have the solar vetted out the process, up. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's just But but they honestly if 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 they came out transparency is the whole key here. If you're just like, "Hey guys, if we don't start charging a hundred dollar a month convenience fee, right? Uh, you know, ten thousand people are gonna lose a job. Sure, no, no, no. I totally understand that, and 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 that's the other thing. Like, I had a situation with my daughter. Okay, a little little side note for this right here. Okay, little Daddy situation, time. little situation with my daughter with the with the school bus. Right, she wanted me to go up and yell at the school bus driver because the school bus driver told her that she couldn't stay at her bus stop anymore because that's the one she's been going to. She's got a different bus stop she's designated to be at, and the rule is is that the kids have to get on and off at those bus stops. She thought I was going to go and have this like, you know, head, head, Head bashing yeah. competition with You're the bus driver, right? Him with the diamond cutter, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, Maybe wait, a figure four. No, 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 no. Again, again, again. You got a self high five. Yeah, that's literally what she wanted. That she wanted the glass to break as my garage door opened, music playing as I walked down the street with two, AC, two ACL braces and some cutoff jeans. I'm walking like Vince McMahon to the ring. I'm swinging my arms. I'm gonna go kick ass, you know, stunner to the stomach and all that. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's so right. I go in and talk to the bus driver, and the bus driver's like, listen, uh, I'm not trying to lose my job. I'm sorry, but yeah. the, the rule is this, and this is this. She was totally professional about the situation. My daughter was like, well, did you tell her? Well, did you tell her? Because I dropped her off on that morning because of choir and all this. Mm-hmm. I said, did you tell her? Did you tell her? I'm like, yeah, we had a conversation. She explained to me what the problem was. She's an adult, and I have to also respect the fact that she has a job. Yeah, She's got a family. She's got kids. She needs yeah. to be able to continue to have that job. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and pull every single baseball bat I, I got out against every person right. just because you're a little unhappy about a rule that is being enforced by the adults who know better. Yeah. So, like, that's what it really comes down to. Same idea. Like, there's people that have jobs, and we have to keep those things in mind when right. we want to blow up, yep. when we want to get angry. Mm-hmm. All the time. That's why my stalker exists. He blew up. He's all angry. And I have a job. I have a career. And I need to maintain that career. But he's mentally insane. (laughs) Mentally insane. Well, you just can't even worry about him anymore. Just appreciate a stalker. At least you know at the end of the day. Someone out there loves me so much. No, that's what I was going to say. At least somebody's stalking you. At least if you're a woman stalking you. Yeah, it's not a woman stalking you. That's the problem. I know. I'm saying, oh, she called me. That's a good thing. He kind of looks like you, Cecil, a little bit. He's got a big beard and he's like, 
Uh, his beard didn't do that. But he's red hat. No, no, no. <laughs> he's got one of them grizzly Adam beards, man. Mm. You've seen that old video, the guy on a buffalo, right? Yeah. Walking around. Yeah, yeah guy on a buffalo. Yeah, he's like guy on a buffalo. Like he got one of them. Yeah, like, except for if it's not if it's not kept, it's 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 your savage. Oh, he's not kept. Ugh. Not like you. He's yeah. not like you. He's right. definitely not kept. This is a savage human being. Mental illness, though. Mental illness. And a Republican. Go figure. Um, stereotype much, Mark? Hell yes, I stereotype. <laughs> I am proud to stereotype. Do you know why I stereotype? Let me let me explain to you. Profiling, right? They always say, "Oh, profiling's bad," right? Like uh, uh, stop, stop and, and frisk. frisk and stuff like that. Okay, imagine if we that was a Bloomberg thing, right? Yeah, it was a Bloomberg thing. Imagine we couldn't do profiling. You got your purse or something stolen. The police come. They go, "Ma'am, I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about this person." And you go, well, he was about, I'm sorry, man. You can't tell me how tall he was. That's, uh, that's height. We can't. Uh, uh, I don't see color, but if I, I rob your ass, a black we, man we came in. <laughs> we can't talk about his color. We can't talk about his height. We can't talk about his hair, his eyes. We can't talk about anything to help you get your purse back. Because that's how far we've gone in this society. That's why stereotyping and profiling is okay. Listen, let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you straight to your face. Marcus, right, black give, man. Give me some. I'm ready for it. Hit me. Hit me. You know about a bunch of the stereotypes that people have about black people. Mm -hmm. How many of them do you think on a personal note, going through your just mental, you know, your mental filings of them, mm -hmm. how many do you think are honestly true? Like they're based in some form of Oh, truth. yeah. I can, I can probably, I can point out some of them in myself and others. I see where you get that from. Oh, dude, I can tell you 95% of the ones about white people are true. Oh, yeah. 95%. Those two. It yeah. wasn't a guy who was sitting there selling fruit at a stand, and then black people would only pick up water. Okay, it wasn't a guy who woke up one morning and was just like, you know what? I have a fruit stand. I'm just going to start promoting and pushing watermelons to black people because I think black people like watermelons. That's what my thought oh, is. I, Let's just do I this. I knew the story, no, no, no. Knew no, the story no, no. on watermelons, too. I forgot it. Though. You're going to bring it up in a second because mm -hmm. I'm going to say this. What it was was he had a fruit stand. Mm -hmm. He would sell stuff. People would come, mm -hmm. and black people tended to pick up watermelons. White people did too. White people did too. He just yeah. noticed more people bought them this way than these people did. Yeah. That's it. That's not being racist. That's not being ruthless or mean to anyone. Mm -hmm. That's literally just that's the truth. Yeah. Now, yes, you can be racist. Oh yeah. Sure. Like when ACH had that situation with the mouth on the shirt. The, and he left the NXT training center and all that stuff. Uh, I remember that uh, yep. because it looked like the old Jigaboo mouth. Oh, uh, like yeah. The, all uh, that, minstrel like, shows. The minstrel shit. shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to say. The minstrel shows and all that. Mm -hmm. I can understand how a black man would see that and maybe go, uh, I don't appreciate that. That's a little racist. It's like when Gucci came out with that fucking. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it. And I don't Gucci knock came out him with for what? it. Gucci came out with a sweater that where you put it over your face, there's red lips on it. <laughs> Sir, how does it get? How does this get past the design to say maybe we shouldn't how have this? How does he not know that it looks racist? It's not. Like, no, it's not Gucci Man. No, not Gucci Man. But like the oh, color. You're about to come in Gucci. The oh Gucci, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw something because you don't have too, enough right? people. Yeah, because you have enough people that have like a, a, a monkey like um, keychain that was like exaggerated features. Like this looks a little bit racist, but you get we don't have people in the room to say, um, excuse me, uh, design team. Mm -mm. <laughs> y'all don't think that because y'all not y'all you know, yeah. not worried about who's wearing this but uh, when the Migos see this shit and like Dapper Dan is like mm -mm. white people ain't drinking Hennessy I'm sorry it's not even though they got white Hennessy they still not drinking they still ain't drinking it black people drink Hennessy that's said, their thing like I'm sorry you think, a knock you, on them. I have a hard time getting white, white people understand it's pronounced cognac not cognac uh, or cognac 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 even when you say a cognac yeah cognac they have a hard time but it's a joy of mine I love I love busting a new white person up with some new cognac mm -hmm. what are you gonna say Cecil 
Caesar can't even keep up with us. We're just talking racism. And stereotypes. Oh, but watermelon like, story. What did no. you say? Uh, no, not about watermelon. I just wanted you to tell the story. Oh, oh. So this thing about watermelon. So like you know, when we were, when slaves were freed after the, the the writing and stuff, they were good at farming. So watermelon was what they was become successful at doing. So sure. it was a proper propaganda machine by the white farmers to make to dumb down and water down and stereotype watermelon as a dumb person's uh, uh, thing because they were doing so successful at raising watermelons. Sure. So you tied it into the minstrel shows and like the propaganda of of uh, Jim Crow laws. That's where we get the stereotype of watermelons and black people because the farmers they were losing money because the black farmers was raising these things well and making money. It was like, no, nah, fuck that shit. Now, I heard a story. I don't know if this is true. I feel it? No, no, no. I feel that, no, I feel that I, I, I've never really run it down to try to research it. And I'm not sure how much research I could possibly do to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, and you tell me if you've heard this before, mm-hmm. okay? That's all I'm saying. This is just something I've heard. It's not in the, the world as like kismet or anything, okay? Mm-hmm. I heard that the N-word came about because on the ships coming over, from the different countries and stuff like that, mm-hmm. there was a position on the ship where a person had ropes that would connect to the different things to like swing the sails and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they called that person the N word. Like that was it. And whoever was on that position, they were just called the N word. And they just tended to be a black person because it was a tough job that had, a, it was constant, it was constant moving and stuff like I that. Think, so I think they it called was a, people that. It was a combination of nautical language, also. You gotta understand. So you've heard something similar. Yeah, okay, cause, okay. Cause all right, Span- I'm not crazy then. Because Spanish and all these words we use are rooting in, in latin sure so yeah. you get in portuguese who are selling the seven seas importing people to brazil so negro is a name of black and if you're the biggest distribution of negroes you need a way to dehumanize and make this common use slang into a word of power over people you get a variation of the color negro and we adjust it to the n-word and then we use it as a power mechanism to confine these people and here we go so it take a long time to get there it wasn't overnight that this word went from a very bland and bland <laughs> a very commonly used word because of latin and portuguese and spanish being rooted in latin and you get transferred over to, we're going to call them that. And we go forward. So, See, yeah. I'm not a racist white dude. I just happen to know things and I'm informed. Jesus. And I get attacked for that. Oh, you're a racist, Mark. No, How am I racist? Because no I stereotype and I'm willing to do things. I'm not stereotyping people on purpose to be rude to them. No. I stereotype people for different reasons. Like, for me <laughs> personally, to be able to look at them and go, okay. But but we all judge. Do we I do not? it too. Hey, listen. You run uh, Cowboy Bops. Love Cowboy Bops. Everybody <laughs> loves Cowboy Bops. Okay. Cowboy Bops is amazing. Now, I'm sure that you measure people up when they walk in with your eyes and their look and the things. And then you talk to them and you measure them up a little bit more, right? These are all ways we judge. They're all ways we judge. It's true. It's true. Real talk right there. Facts, baby. Facts. I mean, to say that I don't do a ocular scan of everyone that comes in and whether they're a threat or it's not. It's your business. Yeah, exactly. You got to protect your business. Like, you got to be careful. Like, you got a dude who comes off the street who looks like he's been hanging around the last few weeks and it's odd. He never comes in. And then he comes in one time. You're like, what's up, man? Right. Like, it's not like you're going to leave him alone like the dude who walks in at the end of the bar with the polo shirt on and goes, can I just get a Jack and a Coke? Like, <laughs> that guy, you're not going to bother him. You're going to be like, drink your Everyone's drink your guilty. Away. She cheated on you on purpose, bro. She Everyone's cheated guilty. on you on purpose. Oh, that, that Rony. That Rony. The Rony. The Rona virus. <laughs> the Rony virus. Oh, my God. 
Mm. Coronavirus is out of control, people. So the way I understood it, Corona nineteen. Mm. What happened to the first eighteen versions? Like we need to figure out how to beat the what next one. To, what happened to Coney? What happened to Coney twenty twelve? Remember that guy? Yeah, the, the the thing that the the way it was explained to me was that the coronavirus is the flu has killed more people than coronavirus. Correct. Well, the coronavirus is a form of avian flu, bird flu. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a form of that one, and it's a bronchial. Uh, it's not like your nose and sinuses and you're sneezing and hacking. No, no, no. It's a cough. It's a bronchial thing. So that's why it's difficult. That's mm-hmm. why it's transmitted through because it's in your lungs. You breathe out, it goes into the air. If someone breathes that in, now it's in their lungs. I and mean, the way you then the way I understand right. it is, if you are next to somebody with coronavirus, it takes like thirty minutes of you being next to that person that has coronavirus for you to get the virus. Sure, because it has to be breathed out into the air enough around you for you to suck it back in. Like that's right. just how it is. Right. Unless people are just walking up to human beings and just sticking their oh. fingers in their mouths <laughs> and going, "Hey, how you doing?" People nasty, man. You gotta wash your hands. It still drives me people to walk out the bathroom and wash my hands. I'm like, look here, sir. How am I get out the bathroom now? I'm so. If I look at the sinks and they're really dirty when I walk in, I just unzip and then like <laughs> on the sink. No, 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 no. Like I walk <laughs> in, in the sink. No, no. I see. Fine, I see I the mean... sink. The sink's nasty. Whatever. Oh, I wanted to tell. Go ahead. Finish that. So up. and then I, like something. I'll just pull it out and like not touch it and like. And then I walk out. Mostly when I used to go to nightclubs, I did that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Marcus, what I'm getting ready to say is going to make Marcus lose his freaking mind. Okay, uh, it fucking take, mind. It I'm sorry. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Check this out. So there was an actual poll taken recently. We're going to discuss this poll between the three of us because this is a poll that needs I've to be talked. I've never about. taken a poll, sir. But here's the <laughs> Calm down, Pete. Calm down, Pete. Relax. You're not gay enough yet, okay? Right, exactly. Get some polls soon, okay? All right. So check this out. Poll was taken of dudes. Mm-hmm. 2,000 men over in Europe or something like this, right? Hmm. Here we go. Hmm. One of the standout things that came from this poll, one in 30 men are willing to shit in the shower while they are taking a shower. One in 30. Will poop in the shower. I guess they stomp it down the drain or so. I don't know what they do. There's so many types of drains. It's just weird. Imagine if it's like liquidy and crap. Oh my God. This is just, but they do it. There are people out there that are pooping in the shower on purpose and they set it during this poll. Legitimately. <laughs> but here's the problem with the poll. Second piece. Second piece. Okay. One in 20 guys masturbate in the shower. <laughs> One in 20 masturbate. In the shower, one in twenty guys. Thinking this is more like three quarters. <laughs> Thinking we're more at seventy five percent. I least. mean, I do you think that number's even the one in thirty on the poop is weird enough, and it seems God that even seems high to me. But I feel like if the poll is said that one in thirty, <laughs> like that's the up. only place. That's the I'm only place right that now. you do masturbate. I can see that. I mat- I masturbate multiple places. <laughs> Have a masturbating shower? Yes. Yes, I, I think have. with the advent of the internet and laptops and Pornhub and all these different things. Who watches like, porn on their laptop? I'm just anymore? saying. I'm just saying. Like, I think that most I people tried. are it doing was so it around. Awkward. Like, I, I'm so. I well, no, no, no. I, I jerk off mobily. When we were growing up, when we were growing up, though, think about it. When we were growing up, right? Sears catalogs, things like that. If you had an older brother, somebody who had access to porn, or you mm-hmm. stole a magazine from a local shop, then you had like a Playboy or something, right? So you'd have to go in the shower and kind of visualize a little bit more. And I could see visualize an attack it being a very popular thing back in the day 
with the laptops and Pornhub and all that and on your phone and everything's so accessible now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably less people are doing it in the shower than they used uh, to, but I still think a lot of dudes are doing it in the shower. Well, let's, okay, so let's say you're a married man. You got a okay. couple kids, you got a wife, and like the only time you have to yourself is when you're in the shower. I'm just saying. See, I was gonna, I was gonna ask more information about the shit in the shower. Also, now I brush my teeth in the shower. See, really? That's, that's baffling to me. My, my, I, I use a quip. It's just water. I, I just it changed. just all goes down the same drain it would in the sink. It doesn't matter. It's just if water. I'm in a hurry, it's maybe. not like I spit it on myself and go, "Oh, get it on you and wash up with it." No, I just right. brush my teeth and spit down the drain. That and call was weird. It no, you need a quip. You need a quip. I if you go quip. to www.quip.com backslash the Sulardians, mm-hmm. there is not a discount. But uh, what's a quip? Tell me about a quip. Quip is uh, probably the best thing that's ever happened to dental care. The quip is? Yes. What is a quip? Okay, a quip is a, a brush that you hit the button. Okay. You put the toothpaste on, you hit the button, mm-hmm. and it'll vibrate, vibrate. Yeah, we call that an electric toothbrush, oh, man. Keep going, oh, there's more. There's more. So you divide your, your teeth up into quadrants. Okay. So you got top oh, one, two, three, three four. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going on this one, and it'll give you a time, and then when it, when it stops, you switch to the other quadrant. You brush that, and then stops. You go to the other one, and then when you go and then stops, you go to the other one, and you get the ample amount of time that you're supposed to spend to brush your teeth. Okay. And it's a timer on there, yeah. and it vibrates, and, and you just brush, and it, it's fucking amazing, man. Hey, so, yeah. so if you go to uh, quip.com backslash Sulardians, the the, the Sulardians, there's no discount. You can get yourself a quip. Yeah. There's you no dis- Why do you keep pushing the no discount? That's not helping sales. That's <laughs> literally not. Right. Helping but sales. we're not getting paid by them I'm yet. I'm trying to help you we're, get sales. We're practicing for when we do get sales. When, when quip habits. is yeah. okay. So it. one out of every thirty people has taken a crap in the shower in their in their works shower. You know what? You in lost, their works shower. You lost me at year. I was like, okay, that's why people being nasty. I was ready for everything. That was in else. Europe? That's in, but work. This is a Europe poll. So. Work, but work shower. Is it like wait, Interpol? Wait, hold on. Let me double check and make is sure that's Interpol? <laughs> work shower. First off, who has a, first off, who has a job where there's a work shower at? Fireman? That's all I can think of. I have one at my job, but like, that's weird. I'm like, who's using this? Nobody? Who's cleaning this Nobody. is the big question. All right, so here's, here's the list. I got the Nobody. list right here. One in, one in three urinate in the shower. I think everybody's urinating in the shower yeah, at least I'd once or twice or 100,000 times. At least times. five days a week. Five days yeah. a week. One in four uh, blow their nose in the shower. That's gross now. Okay. Why, why people How are do you nasty? Blow? What are you, you doing? Just blowing it on yourself or your hands? I, what are you I, doing? I do snot rockets in the shower. Ew. Oh, really? I mean, I don't... But. Why wouldn't you? It I goes down a drain. Now, one in five spit. That can go with my toothpaste, my my toothbrush. That, wow. I can do that. One in 20 masturbate. One in 30 defecate. Oh, my God. Can we put a... We need to put a cultural... Um, what is wrong with our country and our people in this world? Our, All of it. Our people. I think this is very culturally specific. I need, a, I, I need, a, I I need know, another poll. Man. I need more information. Yeah, because Americans would be like, oh, yeah, 100% of us jerk you, off in the shower. Like, 100% of us. I guarantee you 100% of men... Have jerked off in the shower. Sure, have done it, but this is a consistent weekly thing now. Oh. Like th- this is constant. I've never jerked. You can off be a thirty-year-old dude. You've never jerked off in the shower. No, pooping at the firehouse in the firehouse shower and then stomping it down the drain. No, I, I, for real. I, I would like to be comfortable in the bed, like the pillows pluffed, the nice little angle. Welcome to the sex corner <laughs> with Marcus Boston, where we talk but about. This is also why I'm single, and uh, everything. I don't else. think your masturbation has anything to do with you being single. <laughs> My masturbation <laughs> happens so not the reason. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> there it is. No shots fired. I was just <laughs> facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts happening. Yeah. God, I love, love her. That. She's so hot. Yeah. Where'd not... she go? She's MIA. Gone. She uh <laughs> <She's MIA now. laughs> the last time I saw her she was performing at MTV Music Awards and she came out and she's like eight months pregnant. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was I like, Oh, that. okay, look at you, girl. But that. she had uh she had a revivance. Uh she came back out. Last year, right? She had a song last year. Yeah, you asked the wrong person. It's possible. You were the... Uh, I didn't think I was good at my job. <laughs> you were the music... I know. I just okay. I missed yeah, that one. Okay. I missed that one. Yeah, I miss I miss him. It's it's hard, man. It's lots, so much shit come out these days. It's hard to keep up with people. It is. It's a I lot. I was trying to watch this, uh, this documentary on uh, Netflix about little peep. Okay. Oh yeah. Ooh, I know, I know about Lil Peep. I got a question I, I, just, for Mike. I mean, I don't know how he died, but like apparently he's dead now. He was popular or something. I don't know. Um, drug overdose. Drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Well, he looked. He was popular. He was mm-hmm. popular. Yeah, yeah. He had a song or two. Yeah. He died before X X Tacion died, so he dropped uh, overdose. XX got shot. Is that and the killed. dude who's on For Real For Real with Wiz Khalifa? Lil Peep? Is that Lil Peep? Possibly. I don't know the music. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Lil 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 Uh. And okay. uh, what's his name? Ate all of his drugs at the airport. And oh, uh, that was uh, that was uh, Juice World. Juice, Juice World. World, like mm-hmm. dude, that's the dumbest death. Uh, one of the dumbest deaths I've ever heard. And then the seventy pounds of weed that he was concerned about, it goes uncharged, and just seventy pounds of weed is back. Like nothing happens except for you're dead now. Yeah, you died for no fucking. First off, what kind of team you have where you not? Protected because you the money man. Like there's no reason I should be. Even, I shouldn't even see drugs, right? Because y'all care. Because if I get caught, we shut this shit down. We on the PJ because y'all know me, not because you right. niggas here. <laughs> yeah, really. So how sure. how am I? Yeah, I should be one of y'all should be what dead, not me. Think, well, well, but wait, wait, wait. Why would you, you bring seventy pounds drugs? of weed on the fucking plane? But on you a also, PJ. but you also take drugs, and you've known how far they've pushed you in the past, so you know where the edges are. And then like you're sitting there on the plane, you're like, oh, I could get popped at the airport and get some time and have to pay a bunch of money. Or I could just pop all thirty of these, which is fifteen more than I've ever popped in my life, right? And <coughs> die. Uh, I'm like, duh. but then you went to the bathroom. You could have just thrown them in the goddamn trash can. You got enough money to buy more. So who's the drug guy on the team? So he, well, no, they were responsible for drugs. No, no, they were gonna. <coughs> oh, that's little skies on for real, for real. Uh, they were going to. Uh, they were going to search the plane. He was going to get kicked at the tarmac. So they were going to come on the plane, and they were going to search the plane because that wasn't his. PJ. That's why he. Dro- that's why he swallowed them. Because they weren't going to get him after he got off the plane. No, no, no. They were going to stop the plane on the tarmac, come up on it, and they were going to search the plane and everything in it. But take, take, take the, take the hit. Yeah, yeah. take the hit because yeah. you want to stay alive. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, for real. For real. How do you not have a drug man on your team? All right, cool. We know we like drugs. You're responsible. Everybody for got it. a weed, dude. That's what I'm saying. Why? Even the Saint Lunatics had a bag, man. Come on now. You not? You have to get we Slaughters have a bag, man. Yeah. One day. <laughs> not you. Not yet, but I mean, eventually. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm right we, here. We, 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 I'm right here. Literally, <laughs> I'm right here. I'm the back man. I mean, not really, but yeah. sure. But literally, like, we have one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Everybody's and, got somebody. And, and, and especially before either one of us, are, like, I'm just smart enough. I wouldn't say smart enough, but I'm aware woke. enough. I'm aware enough to not. Do you like, do drugs, sir? Yes. Do you do drugs, sir? <laughs> I think we all do drugs. Right. But I'm smart enough to not take those said drugs outside of... Well, you put yourself in the proper situations to make sure that you control yourself and right. make sure that your situation is properly yeah. handled. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I don't understand. It's so important to have everyone on your team have have a strong. Can I? Because you know what? I'm sorry. His is is better. This is stressing me out, man. This is just. We got people pooping in showers. We got people swallowing drugs when they don't need to. So, back. I'm I'm gonna finish up. Bernie Sanders is out. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go back. How did that happen so quick? It happened because he just doesn't have those many people. Go ahead, sir. This this is my feelings about like I hate it. This is why I hate it. This 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 these are my um, hangups with Your qualms. Uh, with OK Joe. Every time everything you say has Obama in it. Can you speak about what you're gonna do? Well, it was his presidency him? with Obama though. He was VP. I get it, but like stand on your own too. Like me saying, man, this podcast and shit would be shit without Cecil. If I always use Cecil as part of my. My, my my verbiage, how am I going to distinguish myself on my own? That's not fair to Cecil. Cause that but was then like, everybody gets on social media and just says, I wish Obama was still president. Oh, Obama, this well, he, is my real president. He like was that, cool. You know he was like, cool, but he do didn't do that. shit. But he made y'all feel good. He didn't do shit for you. Like, Republicans fall in line. Democrats fall in love. You can keep them feelings over there. I'm here for I need. I need, what are you going to do? What is the plan, sir? We gotta get past feeling good. So if I talk well, to my aunts, I think the plan's gonna be to like change out a bunch of things Trump's done. Like he's right, just, but like, we have to go beyond that. EPA and all that stuff. Like we're gonna change that. So yes, give me back to normal normalcy and functionality. It doesn't mean that our Dow Jones and our country's financial situation is gonna become better because it's already crashing now. Well, I'm thinking rec- about let's, uh, let's let's put that in perspective. Just, just recently, put it in perspective. Just recently, yes. Okay. It was falling down. Just recently, in the last month, it started to go down pretty heavily. Yeah. But it's been but falling it, slowly it, over the last, you know, here and there dips and it's like a roller coaster, hills and dips so over the last it. five months. But really hard hit in the last two weeks. Right. And so like and I once again, I have no no bias towards anyone sure. in this whole thing. Say what you want about Trump. Like I, I honestly at the end of the day I don't give a fuck. But uh, he hasn't affected me personally. No, he hasn't really affected most of us as far as our direct day to days. He really mm-hmm. hasn't. Gas prices affect us more than anything. Man, I don't know what the Saudis are doing. The Saudis are some dirty well, motherfuckers. This is going to get dangerous, guys. That's, uh, fire the nukes up. I'm, no, let's go. No, let's no, just no. restart. Re- hit the restart button and so we can see who here's survives. The problem. Here's the problem. When you got a guy like, Ob- when you got, a, I was going to say Obama, when you got a guy like Trump, who goes and he puts his arm around a guy like Putin and says, this is my guy. Mm-hmm. And Russia's the one sitting there going, we want to start exporting more, and we're going to back out of our situation with OPEC, and we're going to start going head-to-head with them. OPEC's who we've been doing business with for 50 years. Yeah. OPEC's where we've cashed all of our chips to get all of our billions and billions of dollars. Do you know there's hotels, buildings? Do, do you, did you know? I bet you. I bet you. I'll, I'll search it up myself. I bet you China owns the Empire State Building. Through a shell corporation, drop seven seven layers down. I bet you, because at one point Donald Trump owned the Empire State Building. He did. Mm-hmm. This is a situation where you got a guy on the world stage at the most popular country that has done the most exporting or the most importing of oil over the last 50 years. He's going to turn around and he's going to put his arm around Putin's shoulder and start doing business with Putin. That's going to pit. If you thought Al Qaeda and terrorists from the Middle East were mad before, wait till the entire part of that world hates you because you literally took all of your money and all of your everything from them. You put your, your backing behind a guy like Putin and his Russian oil. And now all these chips that they can cash in on you are on the table. Because United States have been making oil in, in their own way with the fracking sure. shit. So like the we dependency. Export, or we started exporting more than we imported. Exactly. I guess in like 2013. Yeah. I it, was so baffled and, by and, that. And the one thing I will say is if we were to. Go ahead. 
People are going to judge me. Preach no, it. But if we were, if we were started drilling Nobody in, oh, judges people. We already had that discussion right, on this right, show. Right. No stereotypes. So if we would have paid attention to Clinton when he was in office and started drilling when he wanted to, mm-hmm. sure, all this shit would never, gas would be a dollar right now. Mm-hmm. Right. This, is, this was stupid regulations that were put into place. Well, for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. We, we had the, remember the BP situation? Oh. No, I'm talking about sensory deprivation. I know it's sensory deprivation. Like that's what uh uh Pogan. They, Joe yeah. Joe Pogan. You know no. Joe Pogan. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking Pogan. about. We're on Pogan. Yeah, right yeah right. we know Pogan. Yes, but what I'm saying is like there they there was a kid in Texas that uh got in a car wreck, couldn't walk. Got it. He was a cross country superstar. All right. Within six months, they they after his wreck, like within six months to a year after, he started doing the sensory deprivation. The dude ran another race. He was paralyzed, and they started doing sensory deprivation. That dude ran another cross country race within six months to a year with sensory deprivation. Mm-hmm. That's craziness. Yeah, Let's just in the head then. But I don't think all injuries are in the head. Obviously, no, 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 but no. But that that it's a combination. That's crazy that that was able to happen. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. You guys keep talking. We we'll use the restroom. Oh, okay. We're we're cutting, uh, we're thirty minutes from Mark's hard hard oh, okay. stop. Mark's got to get out. No, you go to the bathroom. Yeah, Do the bathroom, man. The uh, I got a hard out today, boys. I'm sorry. I love no, it. No worries, man. So how you been, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, patiently waiting, and and you know we're at the point now, like where it's. Now I'm the media director for Cowboy Pops, right? Like I'm in charge of like bringing in bands and cool stuff, right? That's my job. We would never carry bands in there because of the fact that if we carry bands, we have to pay nine thousand dollars. Why? Oh, for uh, rights, ASCAP, BMI, and all that. Yep. yep. So uh, we just play the jukebox because it's already paid for. Sweet. Tune, yep. tune the tune. iTunes Is or touch tunes. Touch tunes. Yeah. Yep. There. That's where it's at. Yeah. Mm. But if there was occasionally a band in there that could show up and not post it on their socials. That might be an avenue. Is someone watching you? <laughs> like who's, who's watching, watching you from ASCAP and BMI right now? Honestly, everybody, if you just like, Oh, we got the local band from the bar down here from down in the sewer. And if they just happen, they have an intern that's scrolling all the bars in St. Louis and looking at their socials. People in St. Louis tend to be dicks. No. That's a true statement. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. No. I'm born and raised here. They really are. They tend to be dicks. They really do. And they'll go out of their way to be dicks. And I don't know why that is. Now, that's not every single person I've met in St. Louis. I don't think that you're a dick. I don't think that I'm Marcus not from St. Louis. Exactly. Exactly. It's even more proof to my point. That's my point. Where are you from, but, Marcus? Are you from St. Louis? Here. What part? Uh, Central West End, the West Side. Okay, West Side over there for you. Coffee cartel action. What about you? Where are you from? Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. That's my point. I, I just said that St. Louisans are dicks. Oh, they're the worst. Born man. and raised, 43 years I, in St. I Louis. I've grown that. up around all of these conservative jerks. Mm-hmm. And I've watched them act the way that they act. And it doesn't matter. And it's stuff like you're talking but, about. But, That's but, why you brought it up. I like It's stuff like that. It's just I'm looking for reasons to be a dick. No. This no, is my no, job. That's not, this that, is my job now. I'm going to be a dick. People that work for ASCAP? I can, no, I'm just I saying can, in general. I'm just all, saying all we general. have to do is is do uh 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 what's the uh the Brad Pitt uh movie because I back. think your thing is so small and insignificant. I'm not against you. I'm not saying you're bad or small. It's the I'm industry, like the, the music industry. Small, like it's just oh, a small bar with one little. We're bait. talking about ASCAP 
Oh yeah, charging it's, it's, out for a band. Or the music industry like is a predatory industry. Is whole yeah, yeah it's man. Predatory. It's horrible. It is, and I mean, you know better than we do, but like, like they it can be. Yeah, and, and bit, what we were listening to, we were listening to the other day. Uh, we were was it? It wasn't barbershop where they were talking about how all these people want to be rappers now, but rappers don't make no fucking money anymore. Oh yeah, because you sign to a production like making the style, you sign to a production deal to a distribution deal, then you get a management deal and realize that your contract is not what you thought it was because you doing that family shit. It's like it can easily happen in podcasts and podcasting can be the next music industry if we don't understand the value of what we're doing because things evolve and move forward. Radio stations are screwing you guys over right now. And the reason that they're screwing you over is because they do in a lot of cities have guaranteed eyes and fan bases that listen to them because they promote themselves enough mm-hmm. to where they have that. They have the infrastructure is already built. I don't feel that they pull the same quality. Of t- I have more viewers and listeners on my show than every station in this town's shows, each out like set of shows or mm-hmm. whatever. Like take any show. All of their fans listening, even the morning shows at like 105.7 or this place or that place, like mm-hmm. take their fans. I have more listeners per week, but am I on a station in St. Louis? And I have a background in being syndicated. I'm the only, let, oh, hold on. Let me no, suck my own dick for a second. Oh, okay. shit. That guy, right. that guy raunchy. Is, yeah, this is raunchy. Oh, is, welcome guy. back to the cognac sex corner. <laughs> Cat, the cagnac. The cagnac sex corner, okay? Because I'm a white guy, all right? Um, no, no, listen. No, seriously. Um, the there's no reason why a person I took a podcast from podcast form in the beginnings in the in the mid 2000s right 05 06 07 right to popularity enough to where it got syndicated on Fox and CBS affiliates and then back to podcast form that is so rare in the industry of podcasting as well as radio like it's rare like I'm talking like maybe less than 30 shows total in the history of the United States have done something of that nature and most of those are political shows. Mine's a political show too. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, like there are so many great shows like you guys. This is why I brought this up. There are so many great shows like you guys that could easily do afternoons on this station or that station or an AM station or whatever yeah. and be paid well. You could make like thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year yourself and thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year yourself just to show up for three hours on an AM station in this area with a good sales agent. You guys have that type of show. You wouldn't be able to cuss, but you could be just as energetic and, and, you know, enigmatic as you are. And you could talk about all the same topics and have a good time. And you could bridge off and create Cognac Corner for an hour on the weekends on a Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. or 7 p.m. These are things that could happen, but they are so (laughs) sucked into their crap shows in the morning and the afternoon. And these, these talentless people at times, at times, right? Not every person's talentless. I see the talent in some of these. Every time I listen to radio, I, I'm just throwing it out there, and this is going to be a big jump, and and maybe we'll catch, maybe it might catch some heat, whatever. I think everybody on radio catch that is, heat. I think everybody on radio is fake as fuck. I agree. There it is. There it is. You don't want that smoke, people. You don't want that smoke, do you? Yeah, he gave you that smoke. Right. I just, I, I honestly do. I, I know one of the top guys in St. Louis is one of my really good friends. That's a, a radio host, and he is. Fake when he's on radio. So fucking so inauthentic. What like, type not... of station is he? Or you, you don't want to say his name, but what type of station is it? Like like general style station. Like what's their genre? Are they into top forty? Or are they into pop? Top forty. Or, top they're 40. a top forty station. Okay, cool. That's yeah. fine. And he can't express how he feels about things yeah. because like because he has to he's have protect, that. 
Protect, protect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been down this road. I understand this. It's a business, mm-hmm. right? Just like anything else. Just like Andrew Yang getting behind Joe Biden. It's a business. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for these things, yeah. and they have to do these things. I don't knock those people for trying to play along with the game. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are some I feel really sorry for him. talentless people, and I see other really talented people, and I go, as a person who's been doing this for 25 years, this guy and this guy are more talented than that girl or that guy or that guy. Or that oh, yeah, you can give me a solo right Easily. Get out but, the but way. But the thing is, like, but, but we started this be out of passion. They didn't start that show. They, they're yeah, on they, out of I passion. I did it because I wanted a career in radio. That's why I went and right. got my broadcasting degree. That's why I started working in radio and mm-hmm. interning at Q106 and all these old stations. Like that, That's why I did it. It was yeah. a career. Yeah. And now I got a stalker who's like going another way to go. I think the best crash that career as best the, he can behind the like, scenes. Ass. My my favorite morning show is uh, the Breakfast Club, but it's because I have a understanding of who each individual person in that collective. Yeah. See the is. God and me don't get together. Me and see the God, we ain't we ain't friends. He don't like me. <laughs> We've argued on Twitter way too many. He don't like me. He don't like me. But that's but that's because he's trying to play this woke card, and then he does his weak ass show with bad audio behind the scenes on the side, and it's like I, I like green kind of, idiots and um. You like what? Brilliant idiots with him and Andrew oh, yeah, Schultz. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, that's, that's how I got into that's how I got into podcasts and listening to those guys and like getting to know each individual person for who they present themselves. Plus, sure. who the, the corresponding people that came behind them. I, I get it. And, and like I, I start off with everyone's guilty. Then like, you prove me that you're innocent. So everyone's fucking guilty going to jail when I walk in this room. Now your job is to prove me otherwise. So sure. starting there it makes it easier to find. Oh, okay, cool. I, I see your humanity. Did in you walk you. into this room and assume that I'm going to jail today? I just assume everybody going to jail. All right, all right. Just, just throwing it out there. My uh, my biggest fear in life is going to jail. <laughs> I'm not going back. Have you, <laughs> I'm, been, I'm have, like, you, have you ever been to jail? Yeah, I have. Is it? Did it suck for you? At the time, I thought it did, but now looking back on it, like I have so many stories from it. I was in front next. How so. long were you in jail for, though? Not like, long enough. Two days. Two days. Damn. Okay, so that was, it was, you was a bug. Oh, that's that's because. I couldn't remember the phone number. <laughs> I couldn't remember the phone number to like call the person to get me out. <laughs> that's because, that's because our, we don't remember numbers anymore. We got them all in our Oh, phones. man. I remember my mom's number, house number, her cell phone number. I, my cell I, phone I, remember number. My, I remember my mom's number, but I didn't want to call her. Yeah. Yeah. I bet like, you remember every number out. from the 1990s you put oh, in the yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It ain't changed. You think I, I got a house phone? Remember she how, does. Remember how bad people used to be with 911 on their pages? Nine one one on everything. <laughs> everything was a nine one one. It was like can, can, borrow, your, can, can borrow your phone. Got to turn the page. Can borrow a quarter. I got to use his payphone. I ain't got no change on me. Yeah, these kids would be knocking on someone's door outside trying to FaceTime them, and we'd be like, "I'll meet you at your house at three. And if that person wasn't there at three o'clock, and we yeah. knocked on the door, we were screwed. Me, there was know, no payphone around or give anything. Them fifteen you minutes. Just went home. They here in fifteen minutes. I'm I'm going home. Maybe I can see him walking home. Yeah, exactly. Good days. God, those good times. Man, those were good times. I miss those days. Oh, dude, what? What's your always, favorite thing from the nineties? Always. Forward. What's your favorite thing from the nineties? You remember something from the nineties? What's your favorite thing? Going from the outside, 90s? like just going like you okay. go outside now though. Ain't the same. Ain't, people ain't on the porch. People ain't like people are in their phones walking. Like I used to, I'm gonna say, Mom, I'm getting I'm getting home. Are you not off till nine? I get home from school at three. Can I go outside? She's like, Paige, when we get home, and I'll call you back and put my feet and go outside. Be home by seven. So I'm like, cool. I can go home, change my clothes, go outside. I had to be outside, and like we didn't have nothing to distract us from my, being with each other. Mine was riding riding my bicycle. Like I get home, like so I get home from basketball practice, baseball practice at like five. Mom and dad be home, and then like, but like, I'm riding my bike, and then mm-hmm. riding my bike around my small mm-hmm. town, like seeing who's who's out, 
He's doing things. Yeah. He's up at the court. Knocking on people. How can John come out today? Like I, the, the process of like shit. We gonna hang. We gonna sit here and talk shit. I would yeah. love to dunk on Cecil back in the day. Uh, I would have dunked, <laughs> dunked on him so hard. That dude would have got jacked for real. We brought him down to the cage on forty, and I would have jacked that dude for real. Uh, I love you, but I would have got you, bro. You wouldn't have got me, dude. Baseline all day long. I knew he was like a baseline. Baseline, and then I just go for a loop every once in a while, just on purpose, just on purpose. I'm too smart, man. Like I made my whole. Not the like, baseline. No. So we, baseline, got, all you gotta do is put my foot. No, wait, no, hold right, on. Hold where he's I going got a history. Hold on. I got a history. I got a history of uh, getting into one on one horse matches with podcasts, okay? So if you really want to put it to the test, you want to play horse against me? Horse. Horse. One on one. One on one. We can, vid- can, we, can I, we can film it for content. We can get 47 pieces of shots out of it, just like Gary Vee <laughs> says you have to have. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I would. As long as I know in advance where I can get out and shoot a little bit. Sure. This moment, like I'm probably not going to win. I'm not saying today, now. Like I'm saying, like down the road a bit. Let's do summertime. You want to play horse? Let's do June. Marcus, you going to film this? Can you film this? Yeah, I have a whole crew there. Or do you have a crew that can do it? So you can have a crew. I want Rutgers Park action from you. That's what I want. Mark, I just, like, I feel like your feelings are going to be so hurt. I hope so. I hope you win, dude. I really hope you win. I hope you win. I'm sick of standing on the podium. I'm so <laughs> sick of it, dude. I mean, please win. Yeah. This is what I tell I pro know. wrestlers in St. Louis. Listen, I love all of you guys and I respect all of you guys. Stop talking about them titles, man. Because if you really want to put it on the line, let's put that on the line. Like, right. we can put it on the line. I love you, but we'll put it on the line if you really want to put it on the line. Yeah. yeah I'll, I like for it. real. For real. I like, like it. Like Lil Sky said, or Lil Pete. Come in. He's not even this- here no more. There it is. He was super young. Wasn't oh yeah, you gotta have a listen. Listen, we'll do a whole thing. Like we'll have we'll have like a the old school park with like the the chain link fence oh, around. Yeah. It, oh right? yeah, you're gonna come through the door with your music playing. We'll have like a little Bluetooth yeah. speaker. We gonna produce the shit out of this bitch. Playing your music. Oh, yeah. That you'll have your yeah. entrance. You'll yeah. have your. I'll have my entrance. I'll be just. I'll be yeah. ringing. I'll be the side line, on the side. Look at look I'll at Cecil my, with his jumper. It's wet. Fat belly and my titties <laughs> hanging out, ready right. to go for you. Mark so Bland with a dad bod, but he's got his dad bod, hardcore dad bod, hardcore dad bod. Got his Chuck Taylors on. And his Shock Stockton, his, his uh, John Stockton shorts. He's like three years older than me. <laughs> Jeff Hornacek, I'll wear Jeff Hornacek shorts. Hell yeah, dude! Or in his you want, you want Larry Bird weapons of Converse weapons. <laughs> I used to ask my high school basketball coach if we could play the Belleville West teams and stuff like that, just so I could dunk on them, just so I could dunk on those teams on the East Side, literally dunk, on purpose. Duncan, Duncan, hey, got coach, it. can we get one of those Belleville teams? How about Granite City? Can we get one of them? Yeah, sure, Mark. Put one on the schedule on purpose. Thank you, Edwardsville, all day long. What was funny? But the last time I played anything close to that was uh, I was doing the. I wasn't a dunker in high school though. I was a shooter. The shooter, the shooter, uh, the shooter game where you're at the bar or whatever. And I was playing against uh, Jay Bell, <clears throat> and Jay Bell was probably the best high school basketball player I ever seen. Okay. Yeah, is my best friend. Okay. Growing up, and uh, but. He, you know, whatever, he had this attitude, whatever, didn't didn't go to college. And uh, we were playing a shooter game. This was, fuck, like four or five months ago, six months ago, eight months ago, whatever. And we were playing, and uh, he shot first, and he did, like, he hit 30, right? Sure. And then I was on, like, I went next, and I was on 40. I'd made 40. And then I started looking at him. I was like, see, your jumper's a high school jumper. 
mine went on past high school and just like started making. I ended up with like 52. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I'm talking shit doing it all the time. Smack to the best uh, player that you've ever seen. High school. High school player. Best high school player I've ever seen was probably Ryan Robertson. That was Al Bundy. He, he cast out. Probably right, Ryan Robertson. And Ryan ended up becoming the point so guard for Kansas. The best, the so. best college, the best player I played against in college, Sean Marion. Uh, I think, I'm not sure who the best player I played in college was. The most well-known player I ever played against was probably, uh, what's his name from CBC, who ended up going to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, um, Bradley, I almost said Bradley Beal. That's no, not, not Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's a really talented player, though, oh, he's man. Killing. Let me tell you something. Uh, I knew Corey McGetty from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Corey was dope, Corey dude. was nasty. Yeah, Corey was nasty, yeah, team boy. Went back in the Clippers with, uh... Dude, but, but look at, look at uh, Cardinal Stritch. No, not Cardinal Stritch. That's fuck wrong team. Cardinal Ritter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, the Jihadi White in them. Yeah, yeah, Jihadi uh, White, Lauren Woods. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, so, Jihadi White, Lauren Woods, and so, uh, the dude who played Duke. So here's my yeah. Well, hold on. Here's my story about that team specifically. My senior year, when I was a junior, we our 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 basketball point guard was this kid named Richie Austin. His brother Earl Austin actually covers Earl basketball. Austin Junior. Yeah, Earl Austin <laughs> Junior covers basketball. So Come Richie to went to high school with us. So he was our basketball point guard. His his family came to him and said to him when he was going into his junior year, you probably want to leave McClure North. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play. Now, he was our point guard. Like, we really needed a good point guard. They were like, you probably need to leave and go play somewhere else. There's some better teams out there, and we're going to get you. So he took a deal with Cardinal Ritter. He went over and became the point guard for Cardinal Ritter, won a state championship with Lauren Woods and Jody White and him. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart because I was just like, oh, we were so close to having a really good point guard that could help us the, a lot. When the business shows up. Yeah, we got hurt on my senior year, man. We, our team got rocked our senior year, man. But every team in listen, four teams in our conference were in the top five in the state. Man. We had we had Riverview, which mm-hmm. was on the top with uh, Herman Clay and them, who ended up playing SLU, and mm-hmm. Leon Clay played at SLU and all that. Then we had Hazelwood Central with Demetrius Alexander, Stick, and all them. They ended up going to the state championship game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we also had um uh Pattonville with Corey Tate yep. and those dudes over there that were dope as hell. And then you kind of mixed in there, like depending on the teams and stuff like that. it was just ridiculous how many great teams were in our conference that we had to play against. So we were just getting rocked. Yeah. Rocked because every other team had a seven foot guy. Mm. Every other team had a seven That's foot guy. That's a bitch in high school. And our tallest dude was six eight. That's a bitch. So we were screwed. School. Like that was it. So in my small town where I'm from, we started uh six eight, six seven, I'm six five, uh six foot and five eleven. Yeah. yeah. It went small town. Like yeah. we were at A school. Yeah. There was only two classes in Illinois at the time. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we, we rocked it. And uh you know, Tyrone Nesby came from Cairo. I don't know, you know Nesby? We call it Cairo. 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 We call it Cairo. Oh Illinois. yeah. Tyrone Nesby. Tyrone Nesby. Oh, I thought it was called he, Cairo. No, Cairo. Oh, uh no. so Tyrone Nesby. Whole, he thinks it's Cairo, Egypt, so it's cool. I I love being I love Anywho. being tall. Anywho. <laughs> Tyrone Nesby is literally the the best high school player I've ever seen. I know I said the other guy earlier, but like the Tyrone Nesby was <laughs> there's nobody even in there. <laughs> but anyway, he, wait a uh, second. Did just wait? Did we just have a ghost show up on the show? Like where did that come from? The, was that down here? Yeah, has yeah, a bathroom down here. Oh, yeah. the toilet seat. I see. So uh, Tyrone Nesby ended up playing at uh, he played at. 
Did he go Juco and play at like Three Rivers? No, he played, no, no, no. The one in Indiana, uh, the Juco in Indiana, the only one in Indiana. And then uh, he played at UNLV. Okay. And then uh, he was the Shark. Tarkanian. So, no, it was after Tarkanian. Oh, it was after Tarkanian left. Yeah. So then uh, he was the backup for Michael Jordan on the Washington Wizards, there who you go. also played with Jahidi White. There you go. Jody White I had to guard against in uh, the Christmas tournament my senior year. Jesus it was a little rough. It was yeah, a little was rough like, of a game. Like, yeah, it was a little rough. A I mean, and mind you, at the time, I'm not even six foot four at the time. I'm six four four now. I was six like six, six one. Mm. I was even shorter. Yeah, Jahidi so, like, uh, yeah. is the biggest human being I've ever met in my life. Oh, he's, he's, he's a house. He is literally a house. He's a yeah, big boy. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a knock on him. He's a house with a guest house human. now. He's a house with a big house now. Because like, for real, that is an NBA well, Styles you know, player. Yeah, so you know who, uh, who used to fuck with him? Mm-hmm. I was thinking the whole time. Once you said the word, Darling, I, yeah. it all came back. It all uh, came back. Our friend Darlene. Oh, okay. She, mm-hmm. uh, uh, anyway, Jahadi used to come to the 60s when I worked there. And, okay. And I got to know him in like, Cool fucking dude. I have yeah. his number in my phone. I never text him, but I have his number in my phone. He stand up, as far as we know. For, yeah, he, for, no, for he, our I mean, experience, yeah, like he, he stand up. Like he told me, he was like, dude, I made uh, twenty six million dollars in my career in the NBA. You should get him on the show. <sighs> I don't know if the chair would hold him, man. We go. I think we, we could make. Uh, uh, we could. We could make a. If it holds, we can hold him. Goddamn it! I'm sure you yeah, can find it. Let's yeah. get back to this talk about you and me. Our conversation. <laughs> we are going to have a one-on-one horse game. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we could do best two out of three, or we could just do one game. It's up to you. However you want to do it. Two I'm down. What? Okay. Two out of three. I'll give you a chance. Two out of three. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Talk that shit. And so wh- talk I wanna, shit. we got the spring coming up, right? So we're gonna have some decent weather coming uh-huh. up, like you know, sunny day where we can so get to or a gym. We can go to a gym if we need what? to. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Wherever you'd like to do it at. And I then uh, what's, my, what's on the line here? Team. What's on the line here? We got to put something on the line. We got to make it worth your time and effort because you're gonna be the champ. So I want you to know what you're getting before you get it, mm. right? Because you're the champ, right? You're gonna win. You know what do you want? Whatever. I, I don't mind. I mean, I don't want to put money on the line okay. because that makes it that makes no. it feel cheap. That makes it feel cheap. Let's put uh, Marcus sh- Boston's car on the line. I, can, <laughs> I got this. I got this. I, no, 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 no. I got I got an easy. I got an easy win here. Oh, I catch a stray. I said, wait, hello. Yeah, you're doing all the filming. You're doing all the filming. Homie. I'm just like I'm, you're doing. All I'm the just filming. producing. I, I got to bring a production team in. I got to put this together. I can I can make this real easy. This will be real easy. Okay, but I think it'll be valuable. I think it'll be valuable. Okay. If I win. You guys got to come on this show, the Sulardians, and for a month, not the whole show, every show, but every single show for a month, you have to promote my podcast for 30 seconds at least. Okay. On each show. Okay. 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 Just so that's four shows, right? Once a week, right? Uh Four shows for 30 seconds, one time. That's all I got to do. Just promote my show. And same goes for me. If you, if you, if you win, I will bring, I will do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do 45 seconds of you. I'll even do a minute of you. I will promote on every single show the Sulardians podcast. Fair every enough. single show. I will let everybody that's know. A way, that's way more reasonable than I had in my mind. I was saying if you, if Cecil win, he takes over your Twitter for a week. <laughs> no, I like his better. It, yeah. I was going to ruin lives. Um. <laughs> I'm so glad. That, I like we, smart ideas. Now, now we can go down that road on something a little bit more serious, but I'm willing to do that. We got to go on a little bit more serious than a horse game, though. Like, okay. It's got to be some right. real something on the line. All right. I like that. But that's I feel right. this could be Let's the beginning like of it. this could be the beginning of Cecil versus Mark. Yeah. CVM, right? Uh, Cecil versus Mark, yeah. and then we do pinball against each. We do ping pong against each other. Uh, we'll go do skee ball against each other, and each one is just who gets to beat who. Uh, Kenny I'm versus. Down. 
Kenny versus Spenny all again. Content, Remember Kenny content, versus Spenny? Handshake. Handshake. Let's do it. Handshake. Handshake. Remember Kenny yes. versus Spenny? Yes. Yeah. We're going to do Kenny versus Spenny, basically. It's Cecil uh, versus Mark. Uh, and we're just going to find different sports and different things to play against yeah. each other. And you're going to film it. And we're going to get 47 pieces of content, which is like, oh, here's here's Mark missing this mm. shot. Here's him making that one. That's two pieces right there. Okay. And yeah. no, I'll do our production to look real good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this shit look like a I, fucking thousand million dollar production. So it's 322. We get we gotta, them out of Got to do the hard clothes with Mark. All right. That's Mark. Cool. We want to cool. thank you for coming to. Oh shit, my bad. The Sulardians stole your motherfucking. Flap. No, you're good, man. I appreciate it. Mark of the motherfucking Q is not actually the motherfucking Q. It's just the Q. Right. The, the Q. T h e q n o w dot com. The Q now dot com. So check out the shows. I just had on um, a gentleman by the name of Joe Walsh. Joe is a former Tea Party member, mm-hmm. hardcore pro Trump. Mm-hmm. Back in 2016, got into an argument with me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Told me to f off under somebody else's thread. That thread since been deleted. Mm-hmm. From this is from years ago, and uh, he switched his allegiance uh, uh, last year sometime. Basically, he got really angry about uh, Trump, like getting close with Putin. <laughs> and you can hear more about all of this story and how it goes down on the brand new episode of the Q. Uh, but uh, Joe Walsh came on my show to bury the hatchet, and uh, we talked. And it's a really good show. Did you guys should check it out. What's that? Do you get buried? Yeah, I think I feel like that the hatchet's been buried for it's, for the most part. Yep. Like there's nothing really more beyond it to do. He came on the show. We had a good conversation, and he basically said, "Hey, listen, I just don't like Trump. That's what it comes down to now. I don't like Trump because I feel like he lies every time he talks. Mm-hmm. And facts. there's way more to it than that. But check out the show if you get a chance. TheQNow.com. There it is. So All thank right. you so much, guys. I and appreciate I, uh, you as well. I will be in touch with you soon to figure yes. out like locations for us to do yeah, this yeah, and yeah. all this because Marcus, he's he's geeking over. He's ready. Uh, I'm just thinking how beautiful it's gonna look and how much shit I can talk on this uh, um, in the commentary. I wish I could wear my old Detroit Pistons jersey, but I can't wear that no more. I'm too old and fat. We we'll get you a big one. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get a big <laughs> one. I got an old Isaiah Thomas jersey oh. that I love. I love my old Isaiah Thomas jersey. I can't wear. I might even. I got Larry Bird jersey too. I know, I know you do. I know. Of course, you got a Larry might, Bird jersey. I might wear I got a Jamie Fox Mitchell and Ness, uh, baby. I might wear an old Jamie Fox uh, Willie Beeman jersey. Any given Sunday, bitches. I love that movie though. It's a fantastic. Oh, God, movie. it's great. It's really good acting. Just really good acting. Dude, they had so many stars. Uh, Aaron Eckhart is in it. Oh, uh, uh, LT. LT, sure. Uh, Al Pacino. Pacino. You remember the program, the movie, the program? Yeah, I liked the program. I, I thought it was too. good. Yeah. I and then really uh, the, 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 I mean, you got Jamie Fox. You got. Uh, Is it really a bad football movie? No, I don't know if I've ever no. seen a bad football movie where the football was the main focus. I mean, the the program was not great. I, I think it was just trying to be edgy at the time. It's the early 90s. So, like, do you guys remember when they had to take a scene out of the program? Yeah. Oh, the guy, the guy that they're was laying on the road trying to keep Lattimore. their edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They were all laying on the, on the, oh, on that's the street. right. The street with the cars driving yeah, by. Yeah. Cause yeah. some high school team did that and mm. one of them ended up dying and they had to take it out. Yeah. Mm. That's I right. I forgot about that. That was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big it. deal. I don't know. Okay, last thing before I go, like Mark, you got, you got, you, you wanted the heart out. You keep I, pushing this motherfucking heart. Well, it's it's three twenty five. <laughs> okay. I got five minutes. Okay, calm down, <laughs> calm down there. Okay, it's your show. 
just calm down on your show, okay? So, um, <laughs> this is great. Jesus Christ. All right. So, um, people who decide to commit suicide by laying on train tracks, I don't know how you even come to that point in your mind that right. this is the way you want to go. Like, I don't understand it because I feel like that is just the worst way you, that and drowning, just the worst way you could just go. You know what I'm saying? But there are people that do it on purpose. And I'm like, craziness. Craziness. Insane. By the way, have you, you're the, you're the documentary guy. Mm-hmm. You've been watching the documentary, the Gabriel Fernandez story, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. I've heard about it. Oh, you got to watch it, man. I don't need that kind of energy in my life. No, nah, I've heard about it. I got it. angry on that one, man. That's some one, of, it's one of them emotional ones. It'll pull you. Yeah, I can't. It'll pull you, bro. You can't. Mm-mm. It'll pull you. I've, I've, I've heard about it. I just can't go down the this road. This is like defecating in the shower. It'll yeah. pull you, bro. Yeah. It'll pull you, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I say I can't. Yeah, I could do it. It's I, too much. But it was a really good documentary. I, I thought it was very- I keep seeing well them on my fucking timeline. McMillions is fantastic. I heard. By the way, yes. McMillions is great. They just did the last episode, and I just watched it. Worth every second. Please watch it. I would, my recommendation would be the Malcolm X documentary on Netflix. Everybody could, knows about Malcolm X, though. But no, but the, but you have the details. Like I, I've read the, I know all my Malcolm X shit, but like the way he detailed who did it and why, and the community that kept him safe as so he did it. What we're trying to say here is that white people didn't like black people, and uh, a white guy shot him. No, no, it was, right. a, it, was it was it was our own that shot us. It, oh, was, it wasn't true, even yeah. them. Yeah. I was was your own. You shot your guy. Yeah. All right, Mark, you know out of here. I got to get out of here. I got out of here. I am Marcus and Miss Boston. And I am Cecil W. Adams. And that's Mark Bland. I got to finish off my quote. Yeah, but maybe forget my quote. <clears throat> if the kingdom of God is in you, everywhere you go, leave a little bit of heaven behind. For those in the back, if the kingdom of God is in you, then everywhere you go, leave a little bit of heaven behind. And uh, that's it. Should we out of here, y'all? I'm leaving some heaven behind as we speak. Absolutely. Peace. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.